This little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine This little Welcome to This Little Light of Mine, the podcast where we explore what happens when you teach a child that they are not allowed to love. Here's your host, James Powell. Hello, and welcome to episode two of This Little Light of Mine. My name is James Powell, and I want to thank you so much for joining me on this personal journey of healing, discovery, and possibility. I've been blown away by all your love, support, feedback, and comments after releasing episode one. On day two of its release, we climbed to number seven top sexuality podcast in Canada. But more meaningful than rankings has been the feedback and comments that have been streaming in from colleagues, old friends, and from people I've never met who are hearing a message of unconditional love and acceptance for the very first time. From teens in the Deep South, evangelical church leaders, mums and dads raising children, and people living across Canada, US, Australia, Europe, and India, they're starting to stand up to say yes to love for all. At times it's been pretty overwhelming, but that's when I remember the eight-year-old me who was scared, sitting in a church pew thinking that he was all alone, sinful, and didn't have anyone to reach out to. Remembering back to him is what's pulling me forward, and that's my why I'm building this community. And here's where I need your help. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google give priority exposure to podcasts that have the most ratings and reviews. Would you take a minute out of your day to follow this podcast, rate it, and review it? and then share with your social networks? Help me send this message of unconditional love to all, to as many people as possible. We have another big episode in store for you today, and here's what's coming up. In the next part of my story, Surrender, I talk about how I've been struggling to use my authentic voice for decades. This has been an ongoing internal battle that only recently have I been able to face my fears and trust that I'm being led forward. In the second part of my story, I start to talk deeply about personal events from last year that nearly broke me and had me call out for surrender. And now, here's the second part of my personal story called Surrender. God, thank you for carrying me to this time and space. Despite my hate, my stubbornness, my rage, my fear, and all my doubts, you have been patiently waiting. No matter how many poor decisions I have made, the pain that I have caused, the many masks that I have worn, the lies that I have told, and the hate that I have directed outward and within, you have always loved me, and always will. For decades of my life, I thought that I was a seeker. I was seeking the right spiritual path, the right job, the right partner, the right party, the right home, the right anything that would make me feel whole, feel worthy, feel loved, and feel accepted. As I sit here now in a Starbucks cafe and reflect back on the first 42 years of my life, I can now see that I haven't been seeking anything. I've been running, 
I've been running from the truth that you placed inside of me as a young boy. You gave me your purpose for my life when you told me that I would help to heal your church. Help show people who you really are and to bring more love into the world. But who am I to help heal your church? I'm worthless. I'm a sinner. I'm an abomination. I'm a dirty homosexual who struggles with my mental health and can't control my disgusting same-sex impulses, according to some. I don't have a theology degree. I went to business school, not Bible school. I work in advertising and marketing, and I let money, social status, cool, and length of commute define the path that I take. God. You've obviously got the wrong guy. I'm not allowed to love, and I'm not worthy of being loved. In this life, I'm condemned to hustle to prove myself, and one where I equate sex with love. Because as a homosexual, that's all the church sees me as, a man who has sex with other men. Your church, it's about community and teaching people how to love themselves, love each other, and live a life of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. How can I fit into this? The pleaser and the scared perfectionist in me has always been terrified to even try. For years, I cried out to you to take away my shameful and disgusting feelings. I begged you to change me, to make me whole, clean, and acceptable for your church. Time and time again, I allowed family members and church leaders to pray over me as I said, Jesus, make me your slave. I give you my entire life, my entire being. And even then, you didn't answer any of my cries to be changed. You simply left me broken. How could you give me such a bold mission and then not even heal me? When you just left me in the dark, when you didn't answer my prayers, I was forced to take things into my own hands. I had to put on my own suit of armor. I couldn't let anyone know that I was broken and ashamed. I made it my mission to prove to the world, I'm not broken, I'm great, everything's fine. But you know, everything wasn't fine. I sprinted through life, desperately searching for validation, always feeling the need to perform with the fear that without the performance, I would be nothing. Inside, I believed that in order to be acceptable, I had to perform, I had to hustle for everyone's approval. And yet in this hustle, I never found what I was looking for. I was always the other. I was unacceptable in your church because of my sexuality and outside of your church, when my sexuality was embraced, my spirituality would become the new thing I felt I needed to hide. I constantly felt at war with myself, and the invisible noose that was placed around my neck as a young boy kept getting tighter and tighter. After a lifetime of acting and pretending like everything was okay, I collapsed. I had nothing more to give. I was exhausted physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. 
the years of internalizing the lies I had learned as a child, holding on to an unbearable load of shame, guilt, and fear just became too much. I couldn't keep up the act any longer. I had nothing else to give. I was at the end of the rope, and I thought I wanted to end my life. I wanted out. I needed an out. I hit my bottom. And part of me, part of me believed that your light inside me had finally been blown out. Exhausted, terrified, powerless, I called out to you for the millionth time. Help me, now. This time, I knew I had nothing left in myself to give. I couldn't run any longer. Surrender wasn't a choice. It was my only option. What I now know for sure is that your light was always shining inside of me. And just like the sun is always shining above the clouds on a rainy day, your light inside of me was never dimmed. The lies I believed about myself, my addictions, the lack of care for my physical body, and the masks I wore to hide who I really am, these were some of the clouds that were dimming your light inside of me. As these clouds begin to lift, I'm finally ready to listen to your call. I'm here to help reclaim and redefine your church. Thank you for helping me to unlearn the isolation from your loving guidance. I am no longer under attack and can now see that you are the one who has always protected me. For far too long, the church has abused your name and used man-made interpretations of your message of love, acceptance, and inclusivity to do just the opposite. Instead, your name has been used to shame, exclude, marginalize the people that question, the people that doubt, the people who disagree, and people who have faith in a tradition different from their own. Instead, your name has been used to silence, denigrate, and kill. Kill people of color, kill women, and kill LGBTQ people. Instead, the abuse of your name and of your message almost killed me. God, help me to have compassion and forgiveness for those church leaders who feel the need to manipulate your word, to exclude, to separate, and to promote fear. Help them to know that as they exclude your children from your church, that they are excluding you and welcoming fear into a space that you designed for love. Help these leaders to see their opportunity to include, apologize, make amends, reconcile, and co-create a new way forward. And in this new way forward, all of your children will know that they are worthy to be loved. Every single one of your children will know that they are born creative, resourceful, guiltless, and whole. All will know that you love us all unconditionally. 
We will know that we are 100% responsible for choosing our own thoughts. And with this gift, we have the power in every moment to choose between love and fear. Thank you for the courage to help me choose love. Thank you for guiding me forward to help reclaim your name so that it can be an inclusive and affirming space for all people. A space where we can doubt, question, believe different things, and have the courage to say, I don't know, and I might be wrong. A place where we can learn to love you, love ourselves, and love each other in an uplifting and healthy way. A place where we can share our hopes, dreams, and passions while trusting each other so that we can be open, vulnerable, and trusting to share our fears and insecurities. A place where we can attract based on love instead of promoting fear, separation, and hate. As I start this journey, thank you for your compassion and grace for my stumbles, my missteps, and my imperfections. Thank you for your gentleness and love when I get things wrong and get defensive. Thank you for helping me to overcome my addiction to pleasing and keep me focused on today instead of constantly worrying about tomorrow or obsessing over imperfections from yesterday. I have so many fears that I need to move through as I continue down this path. Fear of being honest about some of my struggles. Fear of what people I work with or know might think. Fear of the impact that sharing might have on my family. Fear of opening up to my own grief and loss. Fear of letting go and giving control over to you. Fear of dropping my people-pleasing, trusting you, and using my voice. And fear of taking off my many masks and showing the world who you actually created me to be. But right now, I give all these fears over to you. And I'm starting to see that they are all illusions. These are the things that I've allowed to rule my entire life. These are the fears that have made me small and have kept me trapped in hell. Today I choose differently. Today I choose love. Thank you for giving me this purpose. Thank you for directing my path. Thank you for introducing me to the right people. Thank you for giving me the right words to use. And thank you for helping me to approach your work with love as I learn to fully love myself in the process. Thank you for guiding me forward. We'll be right back. Thank you so much for listening to this part of my personal story today. And if you're willing, I want to hear part of yours. Here's a few questions if you need help getting started. Has God, your inner knowing, or a higher power ever whispered a message to you? Has this force urged you to create something or to help someone? Number two, are you anything like me? Do you let fears get in the way of doing what you know you were created to do? What are those fears? And the third question, if you could change your life by changing one belief you have about yourself or that others have about you, 
what would that be? I love hearing from you and would love to journey this path forward together. Reach out to me on Instagram at mylightshinesbright or visit me at thislittelightofmine.ca and check out our Get Involved section where you can find space to actually add your voice and share part of your story. And I invite you, if you haven't already heard my interview with Father Michael Casabon, to check out Season 1, Episode 3, called Naked Men in the Vatican. Father Michael Casabon joins us for a conversation about his personal story, what it was like to grow up gay in the Catholic tradition. Michael shares his experiences attending seminary at the Vatican, talks about being outed, being labeled disordered by the church because of his same-sex attraction, and what shifted in his life to help him love himself enough to get married to his husband. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, you are wanted. You are worth fighting for. You are needed. And you are loved. Thanks for listening to This Little Light of Mine. To learn more about our guests today and for links from our show, visit www.thislittelightofmine.ca. If you enjoyed this episode or feel that it could bring love and acceptance into someone else's life, please like, rate, review, and share so that we can build our community and bring more love into the world for all people. Thank you for sharing your time and listening to our stories today. And we would love to hear your story too. Visit the Get Involved section of thislittelightofmine.ca to share your voice. We love being in community with you and look forward to sharing more with you next time. Now go and let your light shine bright because you are loved. <laughs>